0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk Sport
1: powered by fans.
2: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Preview Show, a show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture with the help of our members from the Discord server. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in and uh, always making sure that you make this part of your daily routines, not just your morning routines, because we're doing plenty more shows than just the normal... 8 Now, I do have a small announcement to make on the channel. For the next four weeks, uh, the guys over at Football Prizes have been very kind as to sponsor the channel. And so therefore, we'll be helping support them and hopefully get you guys emboldened with some Arsenal memorabilia and some fantastic prizes throughout the process. So let me tell you about the prize for this week finishing on Tuesday. It's a pretty darn good one. A signed Gabriel Jesus shirt available through the link in today's video description. You can pick up tickets for just £2.95p. and There are 99 tickets in total, so you have a 1 in 99 chance or more, because you can buy, of course, more than just the one ticket. However, I do have to tell you that of the 99 tickets, already 61 have been sold. It's a very, very popular prize so if you want to get hold or get your best chance possible of getting hold of this shirt make sure you click the link in the description and head over to football prizes more shirts and prizes coming throughout the next four weeks i look forward to seeing of course plenty more of you hopefully winning these prizes now speaking of people who are very good at winning prizes i've got to introduce you some of our guests today first of all we're joined by the football prizes king himself it's jared (laughs) how you doing mate it's opportunistic that we launch our sponsorship on the same day that you're coming on the pods it's uh, i mean a match made in heaven yeah
2: you couldn't get a better segue into the show but
0: uh, (laughs) yeah if you want to win some stuff that's where that right
2: behind me over my shoulder came from so anybody can win it and i got that for like five bucks
0: Indeed. There you go. A signed Dennis Bergkamp classic shirt uh, that uh, Jared was able to win. Yeah, we didn't plan this. Jared just happened to be on. He's the perfect kind of uh, sponsor guest for today. But uh, how are you doing, mate? You good? You are? So you're wearing a very nice third kit. I am struggling to get mine through the post at the moment.
2: Yeah, I I love it. I, I didn't think it'd be the case, but this might be my favorite of the three this Eww. year. The pink one's Whoa, really that's really blasphemy. nice. for me.
0: What are you doing? The black well, shirt I, is. Too- I know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know your affinity for the black shirts, but I'm telling you, it's it's quality, and I get pretty lucky. Adidas is headquartered in Indianapolis. It's you know like a three hour drive from here, so mm. if I order from them, it's usually here the next day. So I got pretty lucky on that end.
0: Do you get players on the back of the shirt? Is that what you do or not?
2: I I don't. I I thought about it this year. (laughs) (laughs) No, no names on the back. So maybe next year. I thought about Saka Ended up not pulling the trigger.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I think one of the big delays here in the UK is that I've got the Arsenal font on the back of mine for Gabriel Jesus. Mm. So, uh, yeah, speaking of which, you know, getting that shirt in already. So, good segue. Uh, let's also bring it. it's been a little bit of a while, but he's back. It's Pablo. How are you doing, Pablo? How's uh,
1: how's Monza? Are you enjoying your loan out there? Yeah, you know me. Tom always likes to talk about Monza. It's really what the show's about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to be back, Tom, and I'm so looking forward to the game tomorrow. I can't wait.
0: Absolutely. Pablo is one of our long standing members of the channel and regular Discord contributor and gets absolute pelters for having his name pretty much like Pablo Maurice. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's Funny the last enough, one you're today.
1: Actual, I've got a double barreled name, and this is no lie as well. I've actually got a Gabriel. That is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, of course. Jesus.
0: <laughs> yes, of course. With the Brazilian French, uh, pronunciation as well. Brilliant. Lovely stuff. Is that, where does that go? Where's the Jesus go in the name? From the middle. Oh, OK. OK. You were on mute, but I think I was uh, I was I was trying to lip read what you were saying whilst you're on mute. But <laughs> Pablo Jesus Marie uh, is his name. <laughs> Brilliant stuff indeed. Uh, and lastly, a man whose middle name is not Gabrielle. It's Alex Jones. How are you doing, Alex? You're good. You're well? Yeah, I'm not too bad.
3: Thank you. H- Hello, chat. Hello, everyone. Hope you're all enjoying the sweltering heat if you're in the UK and I'd imagine a lot of other places, but, um, We're not,
0: is the answer. We're not. We're not enjoying it at all. (laughs) It's pretty darn horrible, uh, is what it is, and it's only going to get warmer. Upwards of 33 degrees, I think, the next two days here in the UK, which contextually for us is is a joke, quite frankly. But uh, we move, and uh, the boys are going to be playing in some ridiculous heat tomorrow, and of course we'll have to adapt to that. But I think as we move to talk about the game tomorrow, there's only one thing on the people's minds, and that is the narrative of the game as Arsenal play Leicester. Jared, how interesting will it be to see Yuri Tillemans finally play at the Emirates, but not necessarily in an Arsenal shirt?
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he does play. Yeah. It'll maybe give us some insight into a potential move. But uh, it's a difficult one if you're him, because you know all the rumors are out there. You know there's potential for you to come to Arsenal. And I'm not saying he wouldn't go out there and give his 100% at all times. I think he would. But it's got to play on your psyche a little bit that this is a team you're going to. You want to play Champions League football. You know how tight those races get and and how important all the points are for Arsenal. So it'll probably be a difficult one for him if we see him out there. If we don't, I think that'll give us a pretty good hint that there may be uh, something in
0: the works sooner rather than later. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Pablo, there's also, of course, that the side thing of going, do we play the same team? It's been going so well recently, but we've got a lot of players coming back from injury. You know, Smith Rowe, uh, Tommy Yasu, and of course, new signing Fabio Vieira are all going to be available. Do you think Arteta will be tempted in any way to make a couple of changes? Uh,
1: to be honest with you, I don't think personally. Um, it's a compliment to him, actually, the fact mm. that we've got uh, Tommy back, we've got Teeny back, and we don't have to play them. We can actually allow them to bed themselves back into the team slowly, where previously we've rushed people back, they end up getting injury, and then they become injury-prone, like everybody says. Um, but that's that's our own fault, really, where now you can actually see that things have changed, and we don't have to rush them back at all. So I'd go with the same team.
0: Alex, Leicester are a side that have made, I don't think, any signings um, at all so far this summer. Is there any excuse not to pick up three points in this game? Um, I don't think so.
3: I mean, I don't think we should be um complacent whatsoever because even though they haven't made any signings, they've still got players of real quality um in their side. Um but no, I, I think we should be winning, especially at home, first home game of the season. We want to make a bit of a bit of a statement. Um mm. after obviously winning the game against Palace, but I think Leicester, in my opinion anyway, have a little bit more quality than Palace do, so we just need to be careful.
0: Interesting. Jared, do you agree? Do you think this is a, a trickier fixture to navigate? Are they a better side than Palace?
2: I think they've got a couple pieces of maybe better individual talent, but I don't think overall they're a better team. So yes and no, I guess I'll, mm. I'll sit on the fence on that one a little bit. And you've got the Palace-Emirates
0: kind of dilemma as well. Of course, being at home is going to be big for us.
2: That's the big one. Palace gives us a lot of problems. The away fixture to them was a tough one to start the year. And us not only being at home, but our first home game, I'm sure the crowd's going to be crazy. They'll be ready to see the guys who have, mm. who are on a good run of wins. So I look at this one as maybe a little bit easier than Palace, but. You know, it's the Premier League. There's no guaranteed points anywhere. So should be a good one.
0: Indeed. Fingers crossed that it is. There's obviously going to be some big performances, Pablo. We saw William Saliba absolutely boss things at Selhurst Park. Mikel Arteta was asked about him in his press conference ahead of, of the game and kind of talked about how humble, how grounded and objective he's been about how committed he seems to be, you know, talking about how he wants to make Arsenal better. Have you been surprised with how kind of quickly he's assimilated into the side, or do you think we all made too much of the whole business of it?
1: Uh, bit, well, he had a blinding game. I'll be honest. Every time he's played for us so far, pre season and Crystal Palace, it's actually been really, really good. I've, <laughs> I know Jesus has been, oh, sorry, <laughs> battery. Um, I know Jesus has been like one of the main players um, sort of that everybody's talking about. Mm. But for me, he's made such a difference in that team. But at the same time, he's young. We don't want to put too much pressure on him. We tend to do this, especially here in England. We build people up. And with the Arsenal fans the way they are, one mis- is one mistake away from probably them being probably the worst person in the world. Mm-hmm. So we just need to stay grounded with him. I want him to have a really good game and have a good season, but I'm not building my hopes up with him. I'm just going to ride it out, really, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's, it's, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving seeing him play. It's been a long time coming. You know, Three seasons have gone by since we, we first bought in 2019 to get all that way back to when we actually got him in. But you can only say that those low moves have done him brilliantly well and the development the level that's gone through in those three loans and getting him regular football has certainly contributed to seeing the player that we have on our hands now. It's now about hopefully getting him tied down to a brand new deal. Uh, interestingly, Alex, one of the things we're going to talk about a lot when we come to our lineups as well, is is how much strength in depth we have, and actually some first team players are going to be left out of the squads, and we're going to have a talk about that, of course, when we go through our individual teams. But is this, you know, a, a kind of the evidence around the process of getting rid of those surplus talents that weren't good enough and bringing in players that were of such a benefit to us? What does it tell you about kind of the squad and the management behind the squad building to see such a strong squad where senior players are going to have to be left at home? I think. I think people
3: often talk about the process and whether there really was one, um, which is one of the one of the common things I see around. But to be honest, I'd, you know, you see a lot of teams going through rebuilds across every league, and one thing that's clear is we've got an outline of the type of player that we want in sort of in a mental sense, in a physical sense, but also just in a sense of the type of player that they are. You know, um, and I don't see where there hasn't been a plan, you know. I think things happen during the season, you know. we. I don't think many people expected Aubameyang to end up leaving, but, you know, things change, as uh, I think Edu said in the... Yeah. Um, in, in the Why well, can't I think of the name? Documentary, All or Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there we go. For some um, people, it's been
0: tried to be forgotten, For to be fair. <laughs>
3: yeah, and I think that, you know, people are entitled to their opinion, obviously, but my opinion is always that as long as I can see that we're making some form of progress, then I don't see any problem with it. And I think the players Mm -hmm. that we've signed have shown that we're wanting to make progress. Absolutely.
0: Lovely stuff. Uh, let's uh, let's go on to our lineups. I think that's probably a good place to to move forward. Let's uh, bring in Pablo back into the conversation as well. let's uh, Let's go to Jared's team. Now we try and to kind of change things up a little bit for those that are new to the preview show for this series. We not only have our first eleven, our desired eleven that we would like to see, of course, but we also have a prediction for our five star performer. Jared, you've gone for Martin Odegaard alongside the same team that played against Crystal Palace. I'll come onto the bench in a second, but why did you go for Odegaard and, and a continuation of what we've seen so far as well?
2: Well, as far as the lineup, you know, preseason is preseason. I understand that, but the team's won what, six or seven games in a row with relatively the same lineup this early in the season. We're not in a spot where we really need rotation. I don't see any reason to, to change that. You get a win against Leicester, and we've got – you know, six points in two weeks going into Bournemouth and Fulham, and we're kind of in a good spot to get a good momentum early in the year. Mm. Uh, As far as why I chose Odegaard, looking back to last season, when we played Leicester at home, he absolutely dictated that game for the full 90 minutes. He was the standout player, and it just seemed the way they set up defensively, the area where there's a little bit of a gap in their midfield is the exact same area that Odegaard likes to receive the ball and turn and run at people. So it's just kind of a perfect mix for him to have a big game and he and he did the last time at the emirates and i expect him to Mm -hmm. kind of carry that forward and and have another good one tomorrow
0: yeah absolutely i mean on the bench though when we come to that conversation you know you've you've left out mohammed el nanny is not there of course ainsley maitland niles marquinhos also not there either uh but it's it's interesting that we're having to leave out some key members like Rob Holding. You would never have thought would be off the bench, you know. Even with Saliba coming in, uh, it's interesting that uh, he's he's not for some people. You've gone with him, but Mohamed El neni is not there. What, why did you choose him? I'm pretty sure I had El rather than Pepe. Great. And maybe I, <laughs> maybe, I,
2: maybe, I uh, maybe I sent it to you incorrectly, but no, it's that definitely my, my
0: fault. Don't be <laughs> polite. It's it's all me. We're going to change that now. Go for it. No, looking back, I mean, it
2: looks like, you know, the previous games we've had three defenders, a couple of midfielders, three attackers. I think he'll probably stick with that same sort of structure in the bench, it's just a matter of who those players are. The mm. the big question for me is whether or not Vieira and ESR are both healthy and available. Um,
0: if they so are... Why, Pepe? why have you left Pepe out? That's big. £72 well, million pound record signing, not on the
2: bench. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just looking at this year, who do we need to get integrated into the team and who are we actually going to be using in games that are important? And I think if you look at Smith Rowe, Vieira, Pepe, one of those three has to get left out. I think it's going to be him because as the year moves forward, you know, those guys are going to be more and more important early in the year. I think they'll be good to come in and just, you know, get a 10 minute run out just to get their legs underneath them. Mm -hmm. But as we get further into the Premier League season, hopefully advancing in Europe, I think Pablo Vieira is going to be a guy who we rely on a little bit more heavily than certainly we want to with Pepe. As you know, realistically, I think the time the team would have liked to see him out by the end of the month. That's probably held off with Reese Nelson's injury. But just in general, I think you want the players that you want to have in those important games down the line, get integrated as soon as possible. So if they're healthy, I think Smithrow and Vieira both get on the bench just to give us a kind of a tyranny like showing from last week. Get a quick 10, 15 at the end and just kind of gauge their fitness level from
0: there. Alex, I mean, I'm hoping I've now got your bench right. I'm going to run through it. Turner, Tommy, Asutini, Nenny, laconga smith Roviera, Vieira, Pepe and Ketia. Is that right? Or have I made another mistake? <laughs> I'm hoping that's correct. Alex, you're on mute. Oops. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, no, you're, you're
3: all good.
0: Um, You've changed the system. Tell me your reason.
3: <laughs> oh, well, th- no, this is the... This is how I I know it's the same team,
0: but you've changed the shape or explain the shape because you think it's not as simple as a a 4 3 3.
3: No, well, this is how I think we we actually play. So, obviously, I think I'll take away from one thing, which is the inverted fullbacks Mm. obviously come in to make that sort of um, three in the middle. But for the majority of the time, I definitely saw us playing with the back three of Gabriel Saliba White. Um, I saw Jackerem party mixing it up. I don't. Um, yeah, I saw Jackerem party mixing up who was sitting, who was going forward. Mm. Zinchenko was occupying the left side. I don't want to say he was a winger because obviously, he had times where he's come inside. But um, and then I think they're all interchangeable, and I think that's one thing that was made very clear in in the documentary for instance, not that I want to make this about the documentary, but um, the the front five as it is, ended up being those players you know, the players who are there Um, and I think that that's our best bet, is having the stability and the pace at the back which Gabriel Saliba and White provide, which means that Xhaka and Party are a bit more free in what they can do
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably unfairly said that you've changed the system because you're spot on. You know, this is how we attack. You know, Martinelli does join Jesus. Zaka is very much the wide option for us. And the right-hand side, Zinchenko does push forward. Zerdegaard does come more central uh, when he attacks. So, you know, it probably was unfair. And yeah, the back three, that that is how we kind of set up. I saw a video by, I think it was Tifo, uh, talking about how kind of White and Zinchenko both flank Partey. But I, I don't yeah. necessarily agree it's, it's as stringent as that. I think White is a lot more reserved than Zinchenko. I know that White did push forwards on a number of occasions to support Saka, but I still do think that Zinchenko is a lot more freer than what White is, and this is generally yeah. how we set up when we're in the most attacking phase. You've left Rob Holding out of the team. Talk me through that. Ah. That's
3: a good shout. Um, well, I, I say <laughs> no, that. just a realization. That. Oh no! <laughs>
0: uh,
3: yeah, I, I mean, I say, to be honest, I know Tommy Asso and Tierney aren't fit no. necessarily, mm. but I think that Tommy Asso and Tierney are perfectly capable of playing in that either Tierney on the left centre back slash wide mm. centre back type role and. Tommy Asu's played in that for a while. He um, played in the mixture, but he was mainly a centre half for the majority of games. I think um, in a back three. Um, I'm honestly not a big fan of Holding, but I didn't mean to bring him off. Like bring him off the bench. I, I just forgot about him. However,
0: I am. Have... Who would you have taken out then if you had to put Holding in?
3: Uh, yeah, that's the difficulty. It's
0: tough, it's tough you know. Yeah. Um,
3: I think I don't think I'd take Pepe out. To be honest. No,
0: he's telling you you're wrong there, Jared. Uh... (laughs) It's not it's
3: not that I don't I I see Jared's point completely about keeping people Mm -hmm. in who are more likely to play games for the like important games throughout the season, but Pepe is I I, I wanna loosely say the most proven member out of Enketia. And Vieira, I'd say mm. Pepe is more proven to me in the Premier League than they are. How successful he's been is up for debate. <laughs> but yeah,
0: yeah, no, I know. I think you, I think that's fair. You went for Jesus as well as your five-star player. You think he's he's going to get his first goal of the Premier League season?
3: I think he was so close in the Palace game. You know, mm. some of his some of his um, link-up play, his his quick feet, which is not something I necessarily not that i didn't associate with him but i don't think i'd seen it as much at Matt with man city because they are um a lot more focused on what on one touch passing off we go off we go off we go like there's yeah. there is individuality 100% within the squad but when you've got players like de bruyne and people like that and bernardo silva you know it's not it's not as important <laughs> you can the ball moves quicker than you at the end of the day so
0: Indeed, indeed um, it does. Pablo, talk us through this selection. You've also gone for Jesus as your five-star kind of man as well, but uh, you've left out Mohamed Elneny from your bench selection.
1: Yeah, I have. I mean, to be honest with you, it's, it's, I kind of feel bad for it because I do like him. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Um, And he, with Elneny, you know you're going to get a 7 out of 10 with him, regardless who you're playing against or whatever. Um, But I just think I'm looking more into the future. Yeah. Um the way this team is young sort of the like I don't know I just I'm in love with Arsenal. I've always loved Arsenal anyway, but I'm just so excited to go and watch us tomorrow and I haven't been this excited for ages. And hmm. that's because of the young fresh team uh, players that are coming through. Um and Lekonga is one of them. He I I actually I know he's got a bit of a hard time last season. Um, I think it's a bit unfair on him because he got left out, hangouts to dry. Um, but I I really want to see him progress and do well. And El Nene, yeah, he'll come on cup games, um, European games, whatever. But for me, we a little bit like Jared said, we work on the players that are going to play in the bigger games and they're going to show us progression throughout the season. And I think the Congo over El Nene for me on this game anyway. Mm. Jesus? sure. Uh, Jesus, he's. You know, I hope he gets his goal. I hope he gets his goal at the Emirates tomorrow. Um, he like obviously Alex said he was so so close against Palace. Um, preseason has been on fire. Um, I I, I don't know. I think he's. I'll put it out there now, so everybody is listening. Two goals from him tomorrow, minimum. That's what I'm expecting. <laughs> that is minimum.
0: he's getting told off i felt i feel like if he doesn't at this stage no no
1: no, if he doesn't he's out the door mate (laughs) no No, but he's um now for sure I i honestly truly think tomorrow home crowd fans behind him team's gonna come out buzzing and he'll get i reckon he'll get two goals tomorrow i'm that confident with him
0: lovely stuff i really really hope you're right mate i really do um I've gone for, again, you know, unchanged team, same as everybody else. The reason why I've gone for Zinchenko is I just think that with Tierney kind of in the squads and on the bench now and getting back to full fitness, I think there's a pressure around him to really perform and show Arteta why he needs to stay in the team. So, I think there's going to be an expectation, certainly a reaction from Zinchenko's performance. He did really well uh, in the game against Sevilla at home. I thought he was really good on that left-hand side and really aided in kind of our build-up play and attack and maybe went a little bit understated with how good that performance was. I think we might see a similar one against Leicester and how good he is in the inverted fullback position. In terms of the bench, I've left out Rob Holding. Uh, if Tommy Assu and Tinny are fully fit, which, you know, they're not 100%, but they're certainly getting there. I think both of them are enough for us to cover that defensive area of the team you know especially with Tierney and Tommy Asu being able to play right sided centre back and right back and left back yeah. respectively so I think they cover that Elneny and Lukonga offer different things Lokonga's really impressed Mikel Arteta this pre-season because of what he's offered in more of an advanced centre midfield role he's quite good to replace Xhaka with if you wanted to if you wanted to go say into the final third in the first in the last sorry 20 minutes or so with something more explorative I think Lukonga would be good for that if you want to be more reserved I think Elneny can give you kind of that assuredness and calmness uh, in the midfield that maybe Lokonga doesn't necessarily bring and then we've got all the attacking options I mean I remember days at Arsenal where we'd have we'd be looking at the bench and going we can't really change much up top you know it's not yeah we can bring in Ketir on for Lacazette it's a light for light change doesn't change too much yeah we can bring on Pepe for Saka does it change too much I mean I think it changes the dropping quality in my opinion, between the two. But I think now with the options of Enketia, who's taken his game up a level, Pepe who clearly has got a different mindset about his Arsenal career at the moment. He says he wants to stay. And I think also with ESR and Fabio Vieira, we've got such versatility and variation and unpredictability about the changes we can make with the five subs that can be made. It's going to be really intriguing to how the game changes when Arsenal make their subs. Uh, and I do expect a kind of more subs to be made tomorrow with the heat. There was a question in the chat box. Paul, I think it was said, will the subs get more game time because of the weather being 35 degrees? I think you can expect a lot more subs than we saw at Crystal Palace because that was obviously an evening game. The temperature was a lot lower and Arteta wants to kind of see how that team was going to progress. But I think, yeah, we can absolutely expect more from in terms of changes. Let's go to predictions. Um, Jared, we'll come to you first for a scoreline and scorers. What are you going for? Uh, I'm going to say
2: 3 0 to the Arsenal. I like, uh, like Pablo said, I like a brace for Jesus in his home opener. And then uh, I think Martinelli may get his second too. So good start to the season for him. But those would be my two and a 3 0 win.
0: Indeed. Pablo, uh, I'm
1: going to go. F- 3-0 as well. I know it sounds really <laughs> boring, copying Darren there, but 3-0, a brace from Jesus, and guess who get the third goal? Martinelli. <laughs> oh, yes, i <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, to be honest with you, uh, Martinelli was sort of 50-50 with Jesus for um, mm. my star man. I was really sort of tossing and turning between the two. I think he's going to have a blinding season this season. So, yeah. 3-0.
0: It, it's not what I would describe as a breakout year because you know Martinelli is certainly broken out in the first team but it's I think it's a coming of age kind of season for for Gabby Martinelli this year and I'm looking forward to seeing what you can do. Uh, Alex uh, just for the sort of
3: sake of being different I suppose I'm just going to go for 4-0. Um I was actually <laughs> I was genuinely going to say 3-0 but then both of the mm. guys said it so uh, I'll go for 4. We'll go for um jesus with a brace and gab martinelli with a brace and like you guys have said i think uh yeah martinelli um will have a really good season and i think he's benefiting from being a bit more central at times to be honest um from Mm. what i've seen in
0: pre-season anyway I'm going for three 0 as well. <laughs> so I know that's boring, but it's what I said on the lounge on Monday. So I've got to stick with it. Um, yeah. Three nil Jesus to get one Martinelli with one and Saka with one, uh, one for each of the front three. Uh, Jared, Daniel Roberts says uh, if Jesus is suitable captain for FPL, uh, do you think he's going to, do you think he's the one to pick for your captain this week? In
2: general, I think he's a suitable captain this week. I'm not sure I would take him over Salah at home or mm. the obvious of, Holland playing at home against Bournemouth I think is the one everybody's going to be on so I've got Jesus in my team but I'd be more likely to captain him probably next
0: week or the following week than I would this one yeah I'm just looking at this uh Holland against Bournemouth at home is a big one Jesus it's hard to pass on that game. one yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Salah as well. I mean, if I'd have captained Haaland, I think I might have been top of the TGT League if I'd have captained Haaland, but I did captain Salah. I might be wrong on that, but it was pretty close. I ended on 84 points um, from a possible, I think I would have got 88 if I'd have captained Haaland. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be intriguing uh, what happens. Inchenko's a big pick, you know, clean sheet and someone who gets forward got the assist as well against Crystal Palace. Maybe we'll have to include this little FPL chat at the end of our, uh, our previews from now on going forwards. Let's see what you guys in the chat box have said regarding predictions. Dan Roberts says 3-0 Arsenal. Gabby, Gabby, Gabby uh, getting on the score sheet. PS Midi says 2-1. Igbo going for a 3-0 win. Matt says a 3-0 with Big Willie S to get the first goal. Uh, Paul says three-one Arsenal, but Vardy always scores against us, so he's going to get one. Lin says three-one Arsenal. Jesus, Saka, and Martinelli—a penalty for Jesus, I think that is there. Uh, Zemir going for five-one with a Gabby hat trick and Jesus uh, Saliba. Hold on, Gabby times three. I'm trying to work out what that means because he's put Jesus as well, so I'm going to assume that's three goals for Gabby Martinelli uh, and Jesus and Saliba uh, as additional scorers. Uh, Daz going for a 5 0 Arsenal win. Imperator going for a 4-1 Leicester win from the looks of that scoreline. Jason says 3-1 Vardy seems to score against us all the time. Not sure if this is one, this is even a stat, but it feels like it. He has a very good record of scoring against Arsenal, an annoyingly good one because there was all the rumour about that 20 million bid that got turned down, of course, by him, not by Leicester. So, yes, that's a frustration. Harvey says 4-1 Arsenal. Uh, Waddell going for a 2-1 Arsenal victory, a little bit more conservative. Uh, and Lake, you're going for a 4-0 win as well. Stephen says 2-0, tougher than people think. Yeah, there is a bit of a danger, I think, in maybe being overconfident at times around Arsenal. We will lose at some stage. We will drop points. It will be about how we respond to that. Uh, you- it's, I was about to say, you can't win every, or you can't not lose every game, but we are the only team that have managed to, of course, do that. But uh, in this day and age, going unbeaten would be rather ridiculous, especially for this Arsenal team and this stage of the, the kind of Premier League state as is. So we are most likely going to drop points. It will be about where and when and how we react when it eventually does happen. Jared, thank you so much for your time, mate. Really appreciate it, as always. Tell people that they can find you and what you're going to be up to.
2: Yeah, always a pleasure. Glad to be back. You can find me on Twitter, right down... There. there and you, know. you can find me with the boys <laughs> it's on weird, the isn't it, work out. it <laughs> always gets me backwards yeah <laughs> and then yeah with the boys on the gunners pod we may be on this afternoon and then we'll probably do an open mic tomorrow after the game as well if anybody wants to come on and talk arsenal with us
0: There you go. Make sure you check out the Gooners pod. Mike doing some great work, of course, as always, with Gooners versus Cancer. Mm -hmm. I should mention um, that there is a live show going down in September. You can find details about that. I'm at the moment attending, barring any uh, late issues. But at the moment, I should be there along with Sophie from the Highbury Squad and FK from Latte Firm as well. So if you want to come and see a live show, uh, we're going to be there. It's in North London. I can give you more details after Pablo's told you where you can find him and what he is going to be up to as well
1: hey um yeah so you can find me on twitter palo mirror 11 i think it is something like that mm. <laughs> um yeah, and it obviously at a discord i'm going to start getting myself more involved in a discord again i've had a bit of a break from football as such and now i'm back so yeah that's all, all you can find me on
0: good stuff uh and i will give you the details on that goodness versus cancer event just after uh, alex thank you so much for your time really appreciate it. i know that you're not on social media but you can tell people they can find you um you can find me at any Bournemouth games and of course (laughs) of course congratulations on your new job by the way that's
3: brilliant thank you um yeah so if anyone ever comes to watch any under 21s games against uh Bournemouth then shout me and I'll well I can't do anything
0: because I'm not
3: but, um, <laughs> i love that but, but, but i'll be there <laughs>
0: <laughs> no genuinely congratulations mate on your new job it's absolutely brilliant news i know when you shared it in the uh, discord server you got a lot of love for it so uh yeah, yeah brilliant yeah, stuff mate. great um, to see yeah, our com-
3: members making waves yeah come on the come on the discord server Cherries. everyone and also <laughs> yeah 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 come, come visit the stadium uh come see the beaches um anyway um i'll I'll let everyone go because
0: it's gonna be interesting when we play Bournemouth. we'll have to get you on the preview alex you know (laughs) it's gonna be a conflict of interest there i've
3: i've actually got um i managed to get three tickets
0: very nice um, to watch so so i'll
3: be i'll be be watching it in in the home end so i'll just have to be quiet
0: (laughs) you have to sit on your hands mate you're gonna have to sit on your hands unbelievable uh Anyway, let's uh, let's shout out that live event from Gooners versus Cancer. Uh, you can find it. Uh, we will be – in fact, I might as well just go on the website because it's so much easier if I do it that way. You can find it at the um, – why is he not making so – this is the problem with Mike. He makes nothing easy to find. Uh, you so can find, I can give you a, a little yes, assistance. do it, Jared. You, you're, you're the Gooners pod man. Do it for me. All right.
2: So it's going to be Friday, September 2nd at the Ridley Road Social Club. And you can just follow the socials for times and updates on the guest, other than Tom and Sophie and FK. Mm,
0: There you go. There we go. I found it. Okay, lovely stuff. If you want to see a live show, uh, all the information is there. Just go to www.eventbrite.com slash e slash Gunas V Cancer and Friends live tickets. Uh, Go and check it out uh I'll be there fingers crossed with along with Sophie and FK and Mike and many more still to be announced at the Ridley Road Social Club uh so there you go 2nd of September 6:30 to 9:30 tickets are 21 pounds all of that I believe we'll be going towards uh Greeners versus cancer and the leukemia and lymphoma society so do indeed help us out uh and again uh thank you to my brilliant panel uh, for coming on the show really appreciate it. jared pablo and alex make sure you give them some love in the chat box follow their socials uh unless you're alex and don't like social media fair play to them you can find them in our discord server if you would like to jump onto our preview shows like these brilliant boys have Go to the link in the description, and there you will, of course, find more information about that. Also, go to the description for our sponsor. Uh, Of course, we are now sponsored for the next four weeks by Football Prizes. The latest prize up for grabs is that brilliant signed Gabriel Jesus shirt, uh, which, of course, you'll be able to get involved with. But tickets are going very, very quickly, so don't make sure you miss out on those. We'll see you again very, very soon, and as always, up the Arsenal.